Hunter ascended the stairs of the basement, slowly walked up the stairs of the back porch, and entered the back door. Abilio, Roberto, and Camilla were nowhere to be found. He was still a prisoner, but the captors were now making much less of an effort than before to keep an eye on his whereabouts and threaten him at gunpoint. It was now 2 a.m., Central Standard Time, and exhaustion, coupled with withdrawal, was starting to take a toll on the weakened captive. The small living room was largely without furniture, and he briefly flirted with thoughts of an escape. Eluding his captors was impossible in his state and would certainly end with him being shot or tortured. For the most part, his captors had treated him well, and most of his discomfort was self-induced from the last two years of partying and rampant drug use which had become a cornerstone of his life. Torture was not something that he felt he could stand, and he considered a single bullet to the head to be a fairly appealing alternative to his current situation. If not for the encouraging text message from Brian, Hunter might have wished for a swift, conclusive death to put him out of his misery. Abilio and his captors sensed that Hunter was withering both mentally and physically and didn't view him as a flight risk at all. Hunter stood in the center of the living room and stared blankly toward the front door, wondering if Abilio and his henchmen had walked outside to smoke or use the phone or were possibly sleeping in one of the rooms. Sleeping was an unlikely scenario, seeing that Abilio and his crew had taken the significant quantity of cocaine from the penthouse atop the Trump Soho and had been bumping it with relative consistency during the entirety of the trip. No one would be sleeping that night. The cocaine Hunter had procured in New York was of high quality, imported directly from South America. It was pure and its effects were long-lasting and powerful. Hunter prepared to sit on the floor and collapse into a state of submission and exhaustion. Abilio opened the door to the master bedroom. This was the same room Hunter's parents had peacefully occupied 14 years before. Abilio commanded that Hunter join them. Hunter hesitantly agreed and walked into the room, indifferent to what the Spanish man wanted with him in his parents' former bedroom. The other Spanish men and Camilla were standing around a small bedside table. The group had shifted to the rear of the bed. Camilla had a concerned look on her face, and Abilio ushered the exhausted prisoner over the table. He began, Senor Pierce, we have a long day ahead of us and you are going to have to perk up. You look like death, my man. Come over here and taste this. We already cut it up for you. Six lengthy lines of his cocaine were drawn out on the table, surrounded by Roberto, Camilla, and the other Spanish henchmen. Each man smiled anxiously. Roberto offered, Come, come, Senor Pierce. This'll make you feel better. Without needing any more encouragement, 
Hunter briskly walked over to the table and grabbed one of the rolled-up $100 bills and ripped one of the lines of cocaine through his right nostril, inhaling the drug into his head. Bilio and Roberto both laughed and suggested he take another line for good measure. Hunter obliged and placed the rolled-up bill on the table and inhaled another perfectly drawn-out line of cocaine. Instantly, he felt the effect of the powerful drug, and his heart raced, while the exhaustion and anxiety he had felt only moments before evaporated from his body. Thanks. I needed that. I wasn't sure how I was going to make it through the night, Hunter said to the group as a whole. No worries, Senor Pierce, Abilio said. We need you to operate at full capacity when you take us to the gold in a few hours. Are the uh, lights charging? Yes, they should be good to go shortly, Hunter said.